0: Welcome to Sered's Audio Fanfictions. I'm Sered. Thanks for tuning in. In this episode, we'll be continuing on with Chapter 7 of November's Secret by Lana Barry. If you've missed any episodes or just want a refresher, please follow the links in the description below. There you should find links to past episodes and chapters. Also, just a reminder, the entirety of this fic will be made available as a single complete audiobook upon the fixed completion. It and other complete works can be found on my website at saredsaudiofanfix.com. Right, with all that out of the way, let's get to it. Happy listening! Chapter 7. Fierce Enough The third day of training was hard. Celestino pushed him at his program to do it over and over and over again until everything was perfect but there was a vast difference between their definitions of perfect. While Yuri thought his jumps were perfect, Celestino judged that it wasn't high enough, or enough speed, or the landing wasn't balanced, and so on. He pushed Yuri to attempt some with an arm raised, and then, when it didn't seem enough, he pushed Yuri to raise two. They stopped when it became clear that Yuri was quickly losing his balance and energy. By the time lunch rolled around, Yuri wasn't able to walk without his knees buckling. He sat on the cafe chair, his muscles screaming as he waited for Celestino to come back with their food. When the weight seemed to be too much, he sighed and leaned forward, resting his face against the table, the mask cushioning some of the blow. He allowed the sounds of the cafe to wash over him. During their training, it wasn't open to the public, but the staff were still ambling about looking for just a glimpse of the skaters. He'd heard them muttering and giggling as he walked in. He did his best to ignore them, but it was hard when his sense of hearing was so good. I don't think he's getting up again anytime soon. Yuri's head snapped back up as a scream bubbled in his throat. Victor and Chris sat opposite him, already with their own food before them, watching as if he were their entertainment. Yuri pressed a hand to his beating heart and willed it to slow down. You look tired, Victor commented, his welcoming smile faltering just a little, almost like concern. Yuri sat up properly and rubbed his arms, a shiver running through him at the sound of the Russian's voice. I don't sleep properly, he replied, and my coach has decided that today is dedicated to nothing but jumps, apparently. I was not prepared. He gave what he hoped was a light chuckle, but it came out as strained. You need to get some food into you, Chris said, popping a little of his into his own mouth and licking his fingers to finish it off. Yeah, Celestino is getting some for us now. Do you never sleep well? The other night wasn't the one-off, Victor asked, leaning forward and his eye catching on every movement Yuri made. Chris raised one eyebrow and asked, The other night? His voice dripped with curiosity. Deciding to ignore it, Yuri replied to Victor instead. Not really. Sleep and I never really get along. He didn't really know why that was. He loved to sleep, and yet he could never quite slip into it as others did. He didn't remember sleeping through the whole night. It had been that long. Miniko made the comment that sleep could sometimes be disturbed by anxious thoughts. Yuri thought that was enough to explain it. That's not good. Sleep is important. Victor's voice trailed off as he placed his hand on his chin and thought for a moment. Chris and Yuri waited for something. But when it became clear that he wasn't going to continue, Chris turned back to Yuri. So, the other night? he asked again with a knowing smirk. Yuri was trying to figure out what to say when Celestino finally arrived, two trays in his hands. He placed Yuri's before him before he sat down in the seat opposite Chris. He made a greeting towards the others before he turned back to Yuri. Pichit wants you to ring him as soon as you're done, his coach said. I just Skyped him last night. Celestino laughed. He texted me to demand another one. Did he say why? His coach shrugged. He did say, but I didn't understand. He took a pause to eat a little of his own food before he said, I think he gets nervous when you're away competing. He wants to make sure you're all right. Yuri's heart warmed. It had been a hard conversation, admitting to the young Thai skater that his anxiety was deep, overwhelming, and terrifying. He'd admitted to his best friend his worries and his reasons for the mask. He'd stressed the whole time that Peachy would see him as fragile and something to protect. Instead, he found comfort. When Peachy checked up on him, it didn't feel as if it was suffocating. It felt reassuring. It was one of the reasons he was so thankful that, in hindsight... He told the other skater who he was and why he did what he did. He needed support. He wasn't ashamed to admit that. He hadn't been one to be able to do things by himself. He was too unsure of himself. And he always needed someone to confide in. Whether that was to tell them how he was feeling, or just to have someone close for comfort. Peachy had proven to be one of the best supporters he ever had. He gave his coach a quick nod. Okay. He found himself wishing he was in his hotel room now, sitting comfortably on his bed, his laptop before him, and his best friend's voice ringing through his speakers. Just anything to be off of his feet right now. At his groan, Chris chuckled. Don't you think you are working him a little hard today? Yuri had momentarily forgotten where he was. He always had that habit, spacing out. His head snapped up to the two skaters before him again, and his calmed heart began to beat harder. While they were not looking at him, he took the moment, and the secrecy his mask provided, to really explore their features. Both were stunning in their own way. Chris had some of the most beautiful eyes that Yuri had ever seen on any gender, and though his hair was flamboyant and bright, Yuri knew that even a dull Brown would not be able to mute the attraction of the Swiss. The most striking thing to Yuri was how the man held himself. Much like Victor, confidence ebbed from his being. Not arrogance, but surety of himself. It was clear in the way he never slumped, Looked everyone in the eye, the high head, the open body language, and his eagerness to share his thoughts. Victor's expression of his confidence was different, however. He assumed that people were watching him, and he held himself in such a way that they would always see his feelings. He often looked down at the person, his eyelashes blinking against his cheeks, a side smirk, a walk that glided as if he flew. Yuri didn't see him as a man that would spite his fans. He loved them dearly. But the man also knew where he was, and how they saw him. He loved them, but he was also above them. And it was never worth remembering every single one, as he didn't think it would be needed. Not arrogance. Again, not to be confused with the base impression. But instead... "'a confidence in himself. "'He knew that his blue eyes were ones that people dreamed of, "'that his soft hair demanded to be touched, "'that his very disposition reeled people in. "'Both men were stunning, beautiful, gorgeous. "'They were not plain like Yuri. "'He found himself fiddling with his fingers, "'his eyes cast down at the food in front of him.' It was true that the mask gave him the confidence that he craved, but there were different kinds of confidence. It gave him surety in his skills, in his sport, in his performance. It gave him a drive to perfect his art and do better, but it never did anything for how he perceived himself as a person. He still saw himself as the plain boy, with uninteresting black hair common brown eyes, cheeks that might have still been a little too round from his fluctuating weight. He was average height. He was not slim, and not big now that he was training again. Average. There was nothing memorable about him. He knew, too, that if he had been able to overcome his anxiety, and still competed without the mask and persona, He'd have been lost in a sea of skaters. He would not be in the spotlight as he was now. He would be nothing special. Not like these men before him. The thought struck something inside of him. He took a deep breath and tried to push the thoughts away. They hadn't hit so hard for a long time. Right? He became aware of the eyes on him and the voice beside him. He looked back up to his coach, a questioning tilt of his head saying everything he needed. Celestino rolled his eyes. I said you can take anything I throw at you, right? Oh, Yuri replied, his feelings taking a sharp turn upwards at the compliment. He looked back at his food, a small smile behind his mask, as he picked up his fork. Yeah, I guess. He carefully pulled the mask back slightly, just enough for him to get to his food before he took a bite. He ignored the look Chris was giving him, a shocked expression as if he never expected to see Yuri eating at all. He hummed when the first bite hit his tongue. He hadn't realized how hungry he was. you guess? Celestino leaned against the table, looking at the Russian and the Swiss man right in the eye and demanding their attention. You should have seen how hard he trained after years of absence. Leading up to this season, the only skating he did was when he had some spare time. I pushed him as hard as I could to get him up to the level he was when he won the Junior Grand Prix. Yuri choked a little on the food as he remembered the first few months of his training. It really had been grueling, close to being called hell. He hadn't believed how much of his flexibility had been lost or how hard it was to get the muscle memory of the step sequences and jumps back. Celestino had not held back, however, pushing him as hard as he could without Yuri getting hurt. He appreciated it now, but at the time, he wondered if he should continue. Perhaps his love for the sport wasn't worth it. And yet it had been. When he was back at his peak, with more to give than before, His love rushed back as hard as it had been before. When he didn't have to concentrate so much on his programs, it felt freeing. I push him, his coach continued, because I know he can do it. I demand something, and Ren here gives me more than that. His determination is something brilliant. Yuri's cheeks flushed at the compliment. And that's why you two should be worried. Your years of effortlessly reaching the gold and silver are drawing to a close. Yuri wanted to throw his food at his coach. Celestino had said to not go making enemies. And there was a difference in promising that he would make it to the podium and saying he would take their golds and silvers. He almost sank under the table when the men around him began to chuckle. The day before the competition proved to be one of the hardest that Yuri had ever gone through, both in training and how his nerves ran wild. Being the only skater out on the ice, Yuri had the whole rink to practice with, which only seemed to spur his coach into pushing him harder with each passing minute. The skaters had been allocated times for when they could practice in the empty rink, as last-minute preparation or to iron out anything they felt they hadn't perfected yet. Yuri's was first, early in the morning. He rested his hands on his knees as he stood in the middle of the ice, leaning all of his weight onto them as he took a moment to breathe. More jumps. Jump for this and jumps for that. And jumping high, low, speed, rotations, position. Going over and over again inside his head. The sweat was pouring from his skin. Take a break here, his coach called. Yuri almost felt tempted. He wiped away the sweat from his neck and made to go for the edge. But something inside him rung loudly, reminding him of thoughts that often vanished in his training. He knew why he was doing this. He remembered what he was telling the world. He glanced up at Celestino as he was midway through slicking his hair backwards. For the briefest moment, his vision flickered. It wasn't Celestino that waited by the barrier any longer. Instead, it was his old tutor, with his laughter lines, his thin, wispy hair, his gleaming smile. He was leaning against the barrier, a bottle of water in his hands, just as he was always prepared with. He was waving Yuri back, telling him not to push himself too hard. Yuri could almost hear his voice now. It sounded so clear. But the memory only lasted a second. Celestino was back, his expression faltering when he noticed the hesitation in Yuri's frame. He asked something. Yuri didn't hear. He was reminded too much of what it was he was missing, and what he was proving. It had been years since he recalled his tutor so vividly. He should have been here, in front of him, with him, watching just how far he had come. They used to talk about what they would do once Yuri made it this far. He used to threaten jokingly that he would tell Victor of Yuri's obsession over the man. No, he whispered. Clearing his throat, he replied to his coach. No, I want to continue. I can continue. We only have an hour left of our slot. I need to push myself if I'm going to make it to the podium. Because he was going to. He was going to do everything he could to make sure he got there. He was going to make his tutor proud. It was what he was worth. And what he deserved. Celestino looked reluctant to let Yuri continue. But he saw the determination in Yuri the way that the young skater took a deep breath and readied his beginning position. With an okay, he pressed the play on the music and let Yuri lose himself in the music. Each time Yuri skated this program, it felt like the first time, and when he truly lost himself in the dance, he found himself the happiest he had ever felt before. The world blurred. The music became embedded in his soul. His worries were a distant memory. He returned to his base emotions. He could breathe without being scared of something taking it away. And with each program he skated, he fell more in love with the magic it held. It was why he could never completely understand fans of skating. He loved to watch it himself. But he knew what it felt like to glide over the ice like that. He knew how beautiful it was. He knew how much it became his meaning of life. He loved to watch the sport because he knew how intoxicating it was. It was what he ran to when he was lost. It was his savior. It was what kept him feeling young. It held so much of his love. He was surprised each and every time he took to the ice how much of his love it really held. So he skated his heart out for the last hour he could. And for that short time, he forgot he was preparing for competition. A skater he hadn't known the name of but had seen around was preparing for the slot after his when he entered the changing room. The nameless skater gave him a greeting nod one of which Yuri returned, before he passed to take to the ice. In the next hour, Yuri found himself sitting in his room, more than a little bored. He'd quickly Skyped Yuko, who had been more than a little asleep at the time difference, but it had been lovely to speak with his close friend after such a long time. She'd been updating him on everything. Yuri, you should have seen the whole town, she had said. They have posters of you everywhere. Everyone is so, so proud of you. I mean, sure, hardly anyone knows who you are, but you came out of Hesetsu. And hardly anything comes out of Hesetsu. The only thing we have going for us is the castle. At first, Yuri blushed at the idea that there were posters of him around the town. But he reminded himself that they were of Ren, not Yuri. There was nothing to be ashamed of or shy about. Right? It still felt surreal, however. As weird as it felt being in the media attention, it felt weirder still to know that people he knew, people he grew up with, were proud of his accomplishments and spurring him on. Perhaps they didn't know who he was, but it was still support for him. After a little bit more conversation, Yuri pushed Yuko to sleep and he was left with nothing to do. Pichit would be sleeping and he hadn't really anyone else he could talk to. Instead, he decided to watch one of the several complimentary films that the hotel had to offer. Celestino had commented that it would calm down the anxieties that were slowly growing in preparation for the competition tomorrow. Tomorrow. The Grand Prix Final. His senior debut. In front of the whole world with his town watching, his parents watching, Yuko watching, Miniko watching. So many eyes. And among such skilled skaters who could win medals effortlessly. He took a deep breath and willed the thoughts away. It was hard, but he could just about do it. So he played one of the films on the list and sat back in his bed, Swaddled in blankets. But just as he was getting into it, there was a knock on the door. He narrowed his eyes at the object, reminding himself that Celestino had retreated to his own room to make last minute preparations and to shower. Perhaps it was one of the other skaters? At the second knock, he got up to investigate. First, though, he looked through the peephole in the door. It was hard for his blurred vision to adjust but he noticed a man in the hotel uniform. He had his hands behind his back, already a practiced smile on his lips in readiness for the door to open. Yuri quickly clasped the mask behind his head before he opened it. Once he had, he noticed three things. One, that he recognized the man. For a second, he couldn't remember where. It reminded him of a face he could see in a sea of faces hidden, unfamiliar, yet somehow a little lost amongst them all. But the scar on his forehead was enough to cause some notice. His mind clicked with the memory of seeing him outside in a crowd of fans and journalists. Two, that the man's practiced smile turned to a grin as the door opened. The grin was unsettling. His eyes turned cold. He was staring far too hard. 3. That the man's hands were quickly whipping from around his back. One was empty but reaching up towards Yuri's chest, while the other held a small disposable camera. Yuri didn't have time to react before the man grabbed his top and threw him out of the room. He cried out when his back hit the wall on the other side of the hall. The wind from his lungs pushed out. As the man stepped forward to grab the back of his mask, however, Yuri had more time to react. He kicked at the man's hand, missing it narrowly but buying himself time as he stepped back to get away from Yuri. He took the time to gather himself and jumped up, just as the man came around to grab the back of his top. Yuri thrashed hard as he found himself being pulled to the man's chest, locked against his frame, as the man's other hand made another break towards the clasp. No one was in the hall. Yuri spotted the camera in the corner, blinking red, watching, but it couldn't do much good right now. The bang against the wall hadn't called anyone out either, so he tried shouting at the top of his lungs, but it wasn't going to call anyone in time. The only people close to him were Victor and Chris, and they were out preparing for their own slots. Celestina was at the end of the hall, and if he heard, he still wouldn't get here in time. So Yuri decided to take it into his own hands. He kicked at the man's shins, connecting the blow and sending the man toppling forwards, and letting Yuri go. Yuri made sure the clasp was secure before he rushed off down the hall. But of course, just as luck would have it. Just as Yuri reached his coach's door, he heard the rattle of the lock as he tried to open it. He heard the shower running. Of course. Of course Celestina would decide at this time to have a shower. Why had he not showered later? The man was up again, charging down the hall. Yuri wasted no time in running as quickly as he could away. Yuri quickly thought about what he could do. He'd left his phone in his room as well as his shoes. He wouldn't be able to go outside. He couldn't call anyone. But the reporter would back off if they were in the middle of a lobby, right? If people saw Yuri in distress, running from someone, they'd intervene and it would make the man back off, right? With quick thinking, he decided that was the best bet he had. He threw open the stairway doors, narrowly avoiding a couple holding hands. He apologized as he rushed past them, feeling just a little guilty at having used them as a shield against his attacker. The attacker was fast. As Yuri descended the stairs, the man used the momentum of the stairway barriers to pull himself closer. But Yuri was faster. Having trained for hours in a day and almost every day for years, he was much fitter than the man. Whatever distance the man gained, Yuri pushed himself to widen it again. His heart raced harder and harder against his chest. His mind was swimming with adrenaline. He rushed down the stairs. He skipped a few at a time, yet they almost seemed endless. He knew that some reporters would be hell-bent on finding out his secrets sooner or later. Most had been respectful when he was in the junior championships. But he hadn't come across one that physically attacked him to achieve it. He'd been warned. By his tutor, Celestino, Peachy Yuko, Minico... His own parents, and more. Journalists could be manic in their pursuit of a good story. But it was the first time this had happened to him. Yuri crashed through the lobby doors, making a big shout to call the attention towards himself before he even noticed how busy the lobby was. The late checkers, eager to be settled before their early rise for the competition tomorrow, were lined up before the reception to Yuri's right. Luggage surrounded them. To his left were the main doors. Before those, the ushers and other staff were helping with bags and further inquiries. Beyond the main doors, journalists waiting to catch a glimpse of the skaters coming to and from their practice. The noise was loud. There were children screaming with boredom, tired parents demanding to be quicker, wanting nothing more than to be in their rooms right now. Staff were firmly instructing the customers to stay to one side and not to block the lobby with their bags. It was almost deafening compared to the quiet stairwell. But it all stopped when Yuri's shouts cut through the air. The bang of the doors hitting the walls were like a bomb, and all eyes snapped towards them. Yuri took the moment to glance over his shoulder. The man was farther away, but that was until Yuri tripped over someone's coat and fell flat on the floor. As his body hit the marble floor, his head spun, and his wrists ached from the impact. Before he could get up he felt someone grab his shoulder hard enough for their fingers to dig in and spin him around the reporter had straddled him pinning him down to the cold floor he was aware of people shouting there were slams clicks bright lights from behind him but he was too occupied with thrashing trying to buck the man off for his mind to connect with what was happening he felt a hand press into his stomach too much pressure pain and the need to wretch against the force rose The other hand grabbed his hair tightly in a clenched fist and pulled his head back. He was finding it hard to breathe. His chest was tight. His throat was closing from the angle his head was forced into. He thrashed harder as the man's hand on his stomach flashed forward to push at his mask, just enough for it to slip over his chin. With a cry, Yuri lashed harder. But the man was big. His weight on Yuri was crushing him. Dots flashed before his eyes. He was so scared. Then it was gone. He could breathe again. His scalp hurt, but his hair was free. His chest rose as far as it could to take deep gulps of air, and his stomach wasn't being crushed. He coughed some of the bile that was rushing through his throat and quickly pulled his mask back down. Once he was sure he was all right, he turned to look over and see that the man had been wrestled to the floor by three strangers. Three men, one big and clearly a bodybuilder, one staff member Yuri thought might have been an usher, and a father if the little teddy still clutched in his hands was anything to go by. They pinned the man to the floor, hands behind his back, and his head pressed to the carpet. Yuri only had a moment to take it in before a woman was standing before him, offering him her hand. He accepted it gratefully and was pulled up to stand. The world whizzed around him. He held the side of his head and took a moment to gain his balance back before he thanked the woman. She gave him a grin as an answer. Yuri wanted to say more. At this point, he wasn't sure what he wanted to say, but his mouth opened in readiness. But a microphone being shoved into his face stopped him. Reporters were asking him questions. Cameras were flashing. Too many voices in his ear. He began to cower into himself. Thankfully, someone took him away from them. The woman who had pulled him up clutched his arm and took him towards the staff room behind the reception. She was shouting something at the reporters, then turned towards the staff. Yuri was too busy concentrating on how not to fall over his own feet to take everything in. The sounds almost seemed to die completely as they closed the staff room door. He settled on one of the seats and leaned forwards, pressing his head into his hands. He still felt sick. His stomach was trying to throw something up, not that there was anything there. He had yet to have lunch, and his breakfast had been hours ago. Are you all right? she asked. He glanced up and gave her what he hoped was a steady voice. Yeah, I'm fine. Just surprised, really. She gave him an understanding smile. The police have been called. You'll have to make a statement, and you can press charges if you want to. Oh. Yuri replied. Did he have to? Could he not let Celestino decide on that? Want me to call your coach? He found himself nodding. Yes, please. I tried knocking on his door, but I think he was in the shower. Then we'll keep calling. Thank you. The adrenaline was beginning to wear off quickly, and his body was left feeling cold, his skin breaking out into bumps. He shook his knee to keep a little warm, and just for something to do. The woman was trying to ask him questions to keep him distracted, but they weren't working. Yuri wanted his coach down quickly. He wanted something familiar. He was still so scared, and it was hurting. It only took a few minutes before the door was thrown open and Celestina was there, his hair still soaking wet, clad in a rushed wardrobe throw-on. Just a shirt and some lounge trousers, socks and no shoes. As soon as he saw Yuri, he rushed over to the boy and hugged him close. are you okay? he asked, his voice uncharistically low. Yeah, just shaken, Yuri replied. Do I really have to give a statement? Yes, but I'll be there with you. And what do you want to do about him? Want to press charges? Yuri found himself shaking his head. No, I don't want him near me, but I don't want to press charges. It would be too much, too many things to do for it. Yuri didn't think he needed to give the effort. Celestino, instead of trying to urge Yuri to do differently, just nodded and said, This will ruin his career enough anyway. It wasn't long until the police arrived. They asked Yuri the questions, surveyed the tapes on the floor and the lobby, and advised that Yuri stay in his room for the remainder of the day. Yuri was all too eager to retreat back to his room. Somehow, Peach Eat found out. Of course. He Skyped Yuri almost as soon as they were in the room, and Celestino sat on the chair beside the television for the call. Yuri, are you all right? His friend asked, Pressing his face to the screen. He looked tired, and it was dark in his room. Their room, Yuri reminded himself. His hair stood on ends, defying gravity, as if he had just been dragged from bed. Yuri slipped off the mask and gave him a weak smile. Yeah, I'm all right now that I've had time to calm down. Want me to come fly out to see you? Though touched by the gesture, Yuri shook his head. I'm fine. You have to practice. You've got qualifiers. Yeah, but... But nothing. I'm fine, pee How about tomorrow? Are you sure you're fine for tomorrow? Yep, and you can watch tomorrow to see just how fine I am, Yuri chuckled. He did feel nervous, and perhaps a little more nervous now that he could already feel some of his muscles aching. But with a proper stretch, he would be ready, he assured himself. pee laughed and gave him a wide smile. There's that determination. They spoke a little bit more before Peachy needed to leave. Yuri bid his friend a goodbye before he settled into the bed, wanting the comfort of the covers. It's already hit the news, Celestino informed him from behind his phone. Yuri glanced over, feeling his stomach drop. It has? Yes, from numerous sources. If you want, I can try my best to keep some of it away, but I can't guarantee anything. Yuri shook his head and yawned. With the adrenaline gone, his body was already shutting down. He was tired. He could barely keep his eyes open, and his body wanted nothing more than to snuggle into the bed and let himself fall. Everyone knows about it already, Yuri muttered. It won't stop it now. He wondered how this would affect tomorrow. How would everyone look at him? What would the commenters say? seeing how close it had gotten to him being revealed. Would the reporters try it tomorrow? He slipped further into the bed, the worry not enough to slow his descent into sleep. He tried to stay awake, he really did, but it was getting harder and harder with each second. It was still light outside. He needed to stay awake. He needed to stay awake. He needed to... It's all right, Yuri. Go to sleep. You've had a long day. And you'll have a longer one tomorrow. It was all he needed. A quiet assurance from his coach before he found himself losing to sleep completely. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. This has been Chapter 7 of November's Secret written by Lana Berry narrated by Sarah theme music spirited away by Guillaume Thank you so much for listening tune in again next time for chapter 8 and as always happy listening